invite someone. Share to invite someone. Share to invite someone. Do all to invite someone. If you are in, please do share. Please do share. Let me see you share the link. Let me see you share the link. Let me see you share the link. The name of Jesus. Shalabadabadoshes. Even as you share the link, begin to engage the spirit. The name of Jesus. Even as you share the link, you begin to engage the spirit. You begin to engage the spirit in the name of Jesus. Also, as you share the link, you can you can support us by um, sending us gifts. Could be anything. You can support us by sending us gifts. Just as someone just did, you can support us by sending us a gift. You can send us a clap. You can send us a coffee. You can send us love. You can send us balloon. We appreciate it very very much if you do send us gifts. Thank you, Jesus. Even as you do share the link and you send us gifts, engage the spirit. Engage the spirit. Begin to speak to God. Begin to speak to God. In the name of Jesus. Shalabadabalabadas. Do share the link. Let me see you share the link. Let me see you share the link. Invite someone to come so that the person be blessed. Do not come and receive the blessing alone. Invite your family, invite your friends, invite your, your colleagues, invite your bosses, invite your exes. Share the link, share the link. God bless you, Stalorincia, for sharing the link. Share the link and invite someone. God bless you, Philip Kwege, for sharing the link. Share the link and invite someone. In the name of Jesus, Shalabadabalabas. Even as you join, please do well to share the link. The sign of the sharing of the link is right at the left of where you input your message. It has a sign of a box and a small arrow pointing to the right diagonal of that box. Do well to share the link. God bless you, Amarachi. Thank you for sharing the link. God bless you. Even as you share the link, you can also send us some gifts. But don't also forget that even as you do all this, you engage the spirit. You engage the spirit. God really bless you, Yaneba, for sending us the gift. God really bless you. God bless you. Reika Shondoluba Shantaliatas. Velelelelele Shanda da 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 da. Ikele brato shendes. Ikalabado shata. 
invite somebody, invite somebody. This afternoon, Papa told us to invite a lot of people. Invite a lot of people. Who did you invite? Today we are expecting about 100 participants. And we are counting on your invitation. Who did you invite? Did you invite someone? Did you invite someone or you came alone? Did you invite someone or you came alone? It is not too late. If you have not invited anyone, you can still invite someone so that the person will also be blessed. In the name of Jesus, even as you share the link, you also invite. As you share the link, you invite. As you share the link, you invite. As you invite, you also send gifts. In the name of Jesus, Shala Badabadas. Velelelele, Shanda Dadadosa. Ikala Badabado, Shenda Dedele. Velelelele, Shendele Braduasas. Ikala Tos, Kenteli Braduas, Shendele. Velelelele, Shada Dadadas. Reka Pa, Shendele Bredus. Ikala Kashundulubudos. Also, I want to see us that we are around. You have to be engaging. We have to know that you are around. So, when you come on, you engage yourself in whatever we are doing. You don't have to isolate yourself. You can't come here and be using your data and you isolate yourself. You just be watching us. You will not type anything. So, we are entreating you that even as you have joined, even as you have joined, you engage the chat. You type something, you, you write something for us to know that you are following, you write something for us to know that you are being blessed. Please, are you with me? So I want to see us being engaged. I want to see us typing something. I want to see us responding to whatever is going on yes you have to be very engaging when it comes to times like this your engagement can also determine how much you receive from god so if it is in your mind that you are just coming here to come and watch and listen my brother my sister you like but you have to engage you have to engage you have to type something you have to write something you have to focus so everyone must be engaged in the name of Jesus. So if you can hear me, please let me know that you can hear me. If you can hear me, you type, I can hear you. If you can hear me, type, I can hear you. Shalabadabadoses. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Somebody type, it is my moment of miracles. It is my moment of miracles. If you are here, you can hear me. Type, it is my moment of miracles. Declare and say unto yourself that it is, it is my moment of miracles. It is my moment of miracles. Shalabadabadu says. Shanta 
my moment of miracles. It is my moment of miracles. In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody declare unto yourself, it is my moment of miracles. It is my moment of miracles. It is my moment of miracles. Velegedoshas in Calabras Kentelibratosas. As you join, you share the link. You share the link. Share the link. Share the link. Share the link. You invite someone. You invite someone. invite someone thank you Jesus it is our moment of miracles 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 God is doing a lot in this season and you can't miss it there are a lot of testimonies there are a lot of evidences that shows that God is doing a lot of things. Now, the work of God is not intangible. They are not abstract. They are tangible. We see the work of God. We hear the work of God. We handle the work of God. So we are in our moment of testimonies. There are lots of testimonies coming. There are lots of miracles happening. In one of our meetings, I remember my father, the prophet, prophesied to someone that she was going to receive a phone. Just this morning, the person posted the phone. Actually, the phone was there was specifics on the phone, that iPhone. Just this morning, the, the person posted a testimony on the page that she has received the phone safe and sound with even wireless earpiece. Wireless earpiece. Fresh, fresh iPhone, very, very fresh, new one, fresh in box. So God is actually doing a lot of things in this season through the our man of God, the prophet of God. So if you are here, I will encourage you that you 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 endeavor to join the page so that. God can use the man of God to bless your life. You don't just have to be coming and going, coming and going, but I encourage you that you can also join the page so that God will use the man to train you and in training you, you can also fulfill your God-given destiny. Hallelujah. So if you are here, I encourage you to partner with us. If you are here and you want to partner with us, as time goes on, instruction will be given. Then we'll see how we go about it. Hallelujah. Okay, so right now I want us to begin to speak in the language of the Spirit. Just begin to engage the Spirit. Engage the Spirit. Engage the Spirit. Engage the Spirit. We have about two minutes. Engage the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Shalabadabadas. Somebody soak yourself in the spirit. Within these few minutes, engage the spirit. 
open your mouth and speak in the language of the Spirit. Commune with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. The Holy Ghost is our friend. The Holy Ghost is our partner. The Holy Ghost is everything to us. Right now, I want you to commune with Him. Commune with Him. Engage with Him in the name of Jesus. Kalabadabah, <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. We bless God for another wonderful service and meeting. Uh, I'd like to thank my father for this opportunity. I am very honored and privileged to be given this opportunity. And I also like to acknowledge him. Even as he's here with us, Papa, I salute you. Okay, so today we are dealing with a topic, and God said, somebody type, and God said, and God said, and God said. Today, that's what we are dealing with, and God said. And God said, somebody type, and God said, and God said, thank you, Holy Ghost. Okay, so we are reading something from Acts chapter 1, verses um, 1 to 14. I'll read quickly and so the former tragedies have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. Until the day in which he was taken now, after that, he through the Holy Ghost had given commandment unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible truths being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of god and being assembled together with them commanded them that they should not depart from jerusalem but wait for the response of the father hey, sorry for the promise of the father which said he ye have heard of me for john truly baptized with water but ye shall be baptized with the holy ghost not many days hence when they therefore were come together they asked of him saying lord would that would thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel?" and he said unto them it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father had put in his power but ye shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in jerusalem and in all judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, what they beheld, 
he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven, and he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? The same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey. And when they were come in, they went up into the upper room where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus and Simon, Zelot and Judas the brother of James. Then all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. Hallelujah. Okay, so this is a story of what Jesus did after he had resurrected. Now, when you read verses 4, it says, And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which said he, that is, which Jesus said, which you have heard of him saying, For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days hence. So looking at this scripture, you realize that the promise that Jesus Christ or the prophecy, the main prophecy Jesus was talking about was verses 5. Except for John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. So that was the prophecy. That was the prophecy. But when you read verses 4, he said, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. Which means, this prophecy, Jesus Christ had told them before. Because he said, which ye heard of me. So, that means Jesus Christ had already spoken about this prophecy to them. But some way, somehow, Jesus Christ was telling them again the same prophecy. Jesus Christ was telling them again the same prophecy. Why? Is it, is it because they had forgotten or something? Because he said, wait for the promise of the Father, which said he, ye have heard of me. You see, when it comes to the words of God, Papa usually says that God does not do anything without men. Usually, God speaks to men through men. So actually, this prophecy was a word Christ received from the Father. But it was Jesus who told the disciples, Jesus Christ was a man. So the words of God that God has for you, will come through men it will come through men it will come through a man it will come through a prophet 
there is the aspect where you receive messages yourself from the Holy Ghost. But there are some words for you that God uses other men to speak to you about. So it will take a man to say to you the word of God for your life. In this case, we call them prophets, or however you call them. So, Jesus Christ was reminding them of a prophecy he had already spoken. He had already spoken to them. Um, please, as I am speaking, I, I want responses so that I will know whether I am being heard or not. Please, you should be interactive so that I'll know whether I'm communicating or I'm being here. Okay. So what I'm, what I was saying was that the word of God comes through men. So you shouldn't dishonor men of God in your life. You should never dishonor men of God in your life because the word of God that you are looking for is going to come through that man. It's going to come through that man. So you shouldn't treat the man of God that God places in your life anyhow. That's not what we are dealing with today. But so Jesus Christ reminded them of a prophecy he had already told them. Now that means that when it comes to prophecies or when it comes to words of God, it is necessary for them to be recorded. Because it is possible that it can be forgotten. It might be forgotten. Because why would Jesus Christ say the same thing to them and even give them instructions? That means if Jesus Christ did not say what he said, they wouldn't have waited in Jerusalem. They would have left. I tell you, they would have scattered. So Jesus Christ knew that that prophecy they had forgotten. And so he had to remind them and also give them instructions. So my dear, when it comes to the word of God for your life, you shouldn't take them for granted at all. Some of us, it's so sad to say that we, we enjoy hearing prophecies, but we don't record them. So we, we enjoy hearing them at that moment. And that is it. By the time we leave church to the house, we have we had already, we have already forgotten. Then we will come back to church and we will look for another prophecy. If you should count the number of prophecies you have received since you became born again, up till now, it is uncountable. But ask yourself, how many of them do you remember? How many of them do you ah, do you still have it in your possession? Have they been fulfilled? Are you even tracking your prophecies? You. So, if you are not someone who record your prophecies, I will encourage you that every word that comes from a man of God for your life, you write it somewhere. Somewhere that you can easily visit so that you know what to pray and when to pray. Hallelujah. 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 Now, you realize that as you go ahead, Jesus Christ in 
um, verses 8 he said but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and ye shall be witnesses upon me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth now all of this the verses 8 was part of the prophecy he was giving the disciples or reminding them but when you take a very good look at it the main word the main word was what was written in verses 5 which is for john truly baptized with water but he shall be baptized with the holy ghost okay so when it comes to prophecies there is the main word in the prophecy and there is what i like to call explanations or clarifications or extra curricular activities let me put it that way this is a name me myself i'm doing it it's, it's not in the bible okay so when it comes to the prophecy usually there is the main word then there is something like a surrounding glorification okay but most of us at times when we are listening or receiving a prophecy mostly the surrounding things around prophecies are, are, are kind of nice and appealing so we tend to focus on the clarifications and the explanations and the extra appearances. and by the time we realize we have lost the main word of the prophecy so taking this one for example the main prophecy was the main word is for you who will be baptized with the holy ghost but after you have been baptized this is what will happen if you receive the holy ghost this is what will happen so it was like jesus christ was giving them clarification you're giving them extra explanation of the prophecy but the clarification is more suitable to the ears than the main word if you really take note note the, clarif- the clarification or explanation is suitable to the ears and because of that the devil can make you focus on the clarification leaving the main word there so if you have realized when when papa is prophesying if you really pay attention there is a main way and there are classif- clarifications or there are explanations what I call extracurricular activities. So what you have to take note of is the main word to make you understand more of what of, of the word you are receiving. But you don't have to focus on the clarifications. So it is like for instance, Papa will call you and he'll be like, oh I see that the Lord is granting you admission. But after you have received the admission, you are going to meet a man. That man is going to maybe sponsor you money because of your intelligence. Now you should understand that the main word in this prophecy is 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 you getting your admission because it is you getting your admission that's going to open the other doors for those things that Papa spoke about. But because Papa said, when you get admission, you 
you meet a man who give you money you intend you start praying about the man giving you money leaving that business you have even forgotten cross it is it is admission that's going to lead you to that place that's what i'm trying to say so every prophecy has a main word and a clarification or an explanation so anytime you receive a prophecy you look out for the main word what god is saying and you also take note of the explanation of the word god has given you hallelujah now if you take a good look at let's come to the main issue we were just this this was just introduction when jesus christ gave them the prophecy and the commandment jesus christ did not tell them to go and pray take very note of it jesus christ did not tell them to pray and wait for the holy ghost the instruction jesus christ gave them was they should not leave jerusalem are you here with me she said do not depart departing is not praying is somebody here with me do not depart from jerusalem but wait the wait means don't leave do not leave the city you are in so jesus christ never told the disciples to go to the upper room and pray he never said it anyone who says jesus christ told them to go and pray is a lie he never said my disciples go and pray and wait for the holy ghost he said the father has told me and i am telling you that he is going to give you a gift which is the holy spirit but me being a prophet this prophecy is uh, location bound so in order to receive you be be in jerusalem but jesus christ never told them to go and pray jesus christ even jesus christ did not even tell them to stay together to receive the holy ghost oh jesus he said be in jerusalem so if you are in jerusalem you are safe to receive this prophecy please are you following according to the bible so the prophecy came but it was location bound or location specified so mechan is it i'll say that it was all part of the prophecy you see so do not leave fine but we realize that immediately after the ascension of jesus christ the disciples went to the upper room not to sit there and chat not to sit there and wait but they went there to pray now you ask but our master did not ask us to pray so why did they go and pray like how after all the prophecy said don't leave so whether you are on the sea in jerusalem or you are on the land in jerusalem you fit into the prophecy the only issue is do not let your your legs 
leave Jerusalem. Now, Jesus Christ will, will prophesy to you. After that, you go and pray. <laughs> so, after Jesus ascended, they went. The Bible said immediately. Is that immediately they returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem, Sabbath day journey. And when they were come in, they went to the upper room. So when they went to Jerusalem, they did not even go to their house. None of them went home. None of them went to see their kids. None of them went to see their wives. None of them went to see their children. They went to the upper room straight forward. This means anytime a prophecy is given to you, immediately your less leave that location where that prophecy was given to you. You go to your upper room. You don't go and see your, your mother. You don't go and see your father. You don't go and see your friends. You don't go and see your wife. You don't go and see your husband. Are you with me? Anytime you receive a prophecy, immediately you leave, immediately your, your feet leave that place. The next place your feet should stand is your upper room. So if you are here, you have received about 100 prophecies. Anytime you receive prophecy, after that you go and sleep. You sleep. You go and sleep. Lord help us. Okay, you, you say amen, amen, amen. Immediately you leave church. The next location is your pillow and your bed, and you are gone. That is an error. If a whole Jesus, eh, who is hundred percent God, hundred percent man, has told you that don't leave Jerusalem. Stay here, you will receive a gift. You will leave his presence and you go to your apartment to go and pray. But us, when we receive prophecies, we just leave and we go and sleep over it. Some of us, yeah, we don't even pray over it at all. Now, you see, one thing that even amazed me was that immediately they left Mount Holy. They went straight to the upper room and they never left the upper room until that prophecy was fulfilled. This means if you receive a prophecy, immediately you leave the presence of that prophet. Immediately you leave the presence of that man of God. You go straight to your upper room and you don't leave you don't leave i repeat you do not leave until that prophecy is fulfilled your feet must not leave your upper room if you have not received the holy ghost somebody say god have best begin to speak in the language of the spirit begin to speak in the language of the spirit come on come on come on come on 
Thank you, Holy Ghost. Please, can we continue? Kavala Boshkata. This as the word is coming. You 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 speak in the language of the spirit. I don't know, but just engage the spirit. Engage the spirit. Because a lot is happening. Okay, so I was saying that anytime you receive the word of God. From that location, you go to your upper room. You don't go to your bedroom. You don't go and see your family. You don't go and see your friend. You don't go and see your wife. You don't go and see your kids. Because you that prophecy must be fulfilled. That word must come to pass. But he said, has he not said, and he shall not do it. So if you have received that word, you go straight to your prayer room. Apparently, you make sure that word comes to pass. That is why a lot of us we are we are seeing our, our prophecies are hanging in the air, so nicely packaged. Some of us eh, we've not even seen one of our prophecies manifested. It's serious. Not even one. We have received thousands of prophecies. Not even one. You've not seen even one. Oh, they can eat. Someone can give you forensic prophecies. Give you, give you prophesy, prophesy, prophesy. You are here. After a year, you go and sleep. You have been told that you become a minister, a financial minister, a minister of education. You are here. Immediately you left. You are sleeping. You want the, the ministerial position to work to you. Hey, sister. You you remain a teacher so 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 so. God have mercy. So you must go to your upper room. Oh. You must go to the upper room. You see, the Bible said, the Bible said, and they came in. They went in up into the upper room where abode. So they mention the Bible mentions all the names of the. Um, disciples together with the women and the Bible said they all they all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women so now when you calculate Jesus when Jesus Christ the days between Jesus Christ ascension and um, uh, the day of Pentecost some people say it's 10 days some people say it's seven days but I'll go with 10 days so that means they pray 10 days non-stop 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 so if god had decided to bring the holy ghost 
50 days after Jesus Christ's ascension, they will still be praying. You are here. You receive a prophecy. You pray today. You pray tomorrow. Then you are gone. You are waiting for God to fulfill that for you. So not happen. So they were not even counting the days. Their issue was, their issue was, I, we are praying until we see this gift come. Until we see it come, we are not stopping. So they were eating in the upper room. They were doing everything in the upper room. They left the house. They stayed in the upper room for 10 good days, praying without ceasing. Praying without ceasing. Praying without ceasing. You are here, you have received a prophecy. It's the day you received the prophecy, that was the day you prayed about that prophecy. After that day, you never visited the prophecy again. But you are still expecting that prophecy to be fulfilled. Can you imagine? How is that possible? So, a guy, for instance, a guy has proposed to you, you are a lady. When, you, when a guy told you that he wants to marry you, you, you told the person you are going to think about it. He, you came to him the first day and you said, oh, you are still praying about it. After that, you never brought up, you, you, didn't, bring the issue, you really didn't bring up the issue again. And the guy is there. You are not saying anything. You are not saying anything. My sister, by the time you realize, the man will be married. He will marry and you will still be there. So that is the scenario I'm doing. So when you receive a, when you receive the word of God, eh, you see, eh, some of us we enjoy receiving prophecies. Prophecies, prophecies come with responsibilities. Eh. When you receive prophecy, eh, you have work to do because you have to make sure that you stay in your upper room until that prophecy is fulfilled. Why? Because God has said. So it is not as if God can, God cannot fulfill what he has said by himself. But you are supposed to stay in your upper room to pray. Not because your prayer will make it come to pass, but because God has said. Because God Because God has said. Because God has said. Because God has said. They prayed continuously for 10 days for one gift. For one gift. Jesus Christ did not tell them the day the gift will come. Jesus Christ did not give them specific dates. He did not give them specific dates. Please, if you can hear me, let me know you can hear me. If you can hear me, please let me know that you can hear me. So you have been told that you will get an admission. 
your prophecy, if you are unlucky, your prophecy did not come with times and dates and specificities. You are there, you have closed your legs, you have crossed your legs and you are sitting there, waiting for the admission to come to you. It will not come. You see, the upper room, the upper room is the powerhouse of the fulfillment of your prophecies. If you forsake your upper room, you will forsake your prophecies. It doesn't mean God is not powerful. It means you are not ready to see that prophecy come to pass. So your upper room is the powerhouse of the fulfillment of your prophecies. You take out that powerhouse and you 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 lose the significance of your prophecies. You will not see anything. You see, the Bible says that Peter was arrested by King Herod. When Peter was arrested, the Bible says that the church gathered to pray for him. Now, there was a prophecy on the head of Peter. The Bible makes us understand that after Jesus Christ resurrected and he was with his disciples for 40 days, the Bible said he called Peter. He said, Simon Peter, do you love me? Peter said, yes, I do. He said, if you do, feed my lambs. The second time he called on Peter, Simon Peter, do you love me? Peter said, yes, I do. He said, if you do, feed my sheep. Three times he called on to Peter and he told Peter to feed his lambs and sheep. That means Peter had a prophecy on his head to be the shepherd of the lambs and sheep of Jesus Christ. And now this shepherd has been arrested. How is he going to feed the sheep and the lambs? So the church caught this revelation that no, Peter has been made our shepherd. He cannot die. Now, when you read Acts chapter 12, verse 5, the Bible said they prayed without ceasing. They prayed until Peter knocked. Even when he knocked and Rhoda opened the door, and he went to tell them that Peter is standing at the door. They said, no, it's Peter's angel. Let us continue to pray. They prayed until Peter entered. Somebody, you are joking. You have received the prophecy that you will be an international minister of God. You are sitting there. You are sitting there. You are not praying. You are said, and then, then when they ask you, God has said, God has said, God has said, hey, even when Jesus Christ prophesied to Peter, Herod nearly spoiled that prophecy. If the church did not become angry and did not stand up, Peter would have been killed. You are here. God has said, it is true. God has said, God has said, God has said you marry. God has said you get that admission. God has said, God has said. But are you in your upper room making sure that what God has said is fulfilled? They prayed without ceasing. 
they prayed without ceasing. The church prayed without ceasing for Peter. They knew the position of Peter. They knew who Peter was to them. And because of that, when Peter was arrested, they left everything and interceded for him like never before. Without ceasing. You are here. You have received the prophecy that there is a Peter in your life. If I say, if I say there is a Peter in your life, I mean that God has given you somebody who is supposed to coach you, who is supposed to train you, who is supposed to lead you to where God is leading you to. The best is facing a lot of issues. You know, the person is seriously battling with things. But you are there. You have crossed your leg. You are watching the person. You are watching the person. You watch the person and watch the person. Herod will kill him. And if Peter is killed, you will regret. If your Peter is killed, eh, you will regret. God has given you great men in your life. God has placed great women in your life. God has placed people, people to, to, to coach you, people to help you, people to hold your hand, send you to where God wants you to be. You can't, you're not doing anything. They will just be feeding you. They will just feed you. All they have to do is feed you. So all that you'll be doing is just eating. It's just eating. So if they ask you to follow them, you follow them because why? Because he's actually going to give you food. So God has handed all your issues, all your problems to someone in your life. A sheep never fights a lion. It is the shepherd that fights the lion. A sheep never fights a bear. It is it is the shepherd that fights the bear. A sheep does not fight any enemy. It is the shepherd that fights. The Bible says that when um, someone went to anoint um, David, uh, David was in the woods or forest taking care of the sheep. When he was anointed and David was not around, after doing all those things, he asked if the man any other son and he said yes there's another son but he's usually in the woods or in the forest taking care of them now when all these things passed and he was he decided to fight Goliath when someone asked him if he can fight Goliath he said your servant has been taking care of his father's flocks whenever a lion comes to attack any of them I fight and save them David did not say the sheep is the one that fights the lion. It was him, David, who was fighting lions. It was him, David, who was fighting bears. You, the sheep, you are there. When David is fighting the bear, you are there. You see it. You see that, no, David is fighting a, a, a lion or a bear. It means, so, David... Is fighting the bear. When David is fighting the bear, the sheep is there. The sheep see the sheep sees it. You have decided not to pray for your shepherd. You there's nothing you can do. It's not as if you can fight the, the, the lion. You can never fight the lion. Neither can you fight the bear. It is not your responsibility to fight. Your responsibility 
is to give David morale to kill the lion. And that is by praying for your Peter. But you, you have decided that after all, he is Peter. He is meant to fight lions. So what? And you watch him and you watch him and you watch him. One day, one day, David will be killed by a lion and you will be without a shepherd. That is when you will know that yes, indeed, lions are there. And that is when you start fighting lions and bears. So actually, if you are here and you are fighting lions and bears, it means you don't have a shepherd. You have killed your Peter. It is either you didn't pray for your Peter, so your Peter, your Peter is dead, or you don't have a Peter. Shalabadabadas. Tonight is tonight. <laughs> you have killed your Peter. And when you kill your Peter, the rest of your life, eh, if you want to feed, that means you, you must be prepared to fight a lion. And you cannot go without feeding. So what you have to do is fight. And that is when if you don't take care, you will die. Somebody go on your knees and pray, intercede for your Peters. Intercede for your Peter. In fact, you are a bitter, any, thank you, Jesus. Any bitter is supposed to be interceded for without season. So at any point in time, you should be praying for your Peter. There should be no moment that you are not praying for your Peter. There should be no minute that you are not praying for your Peter. There should be no hour that you are not, you are not praying for your Peter. Because the very second you stop praying for your Peter, Herod will arrest Peter. The very moment you stop, it doesn't mean Peter cannot pray for himself. It doesn't mean that. But it is your responsibility to pray for Peter. If you really love your shepherd, you will pray for him. See, the Bible says that Jesus Christ said, My sheep knows me and they hear my voice. That means when, the, when his sheep hears his voice, they are joyous. That is why they follow him. They are happy to be his sheep because he protects them. But you, your shepherd is doing all these things for you. You have refused to pray for your shepherd. Your shepherd will be killed and you become an orphan. When you become an orphan, you also follow, you also die. Because you, you, you have not been made to fight a shepherd. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You have not been made to fight, sorry, you have not been made to fight a lion. You are a sheep. You are a sheep. You will forever be a sheep. Unless maybe God picks you make somebody shepherd but even when god picks you to make somebody shepherd you are still the sheep of that shepherd god made you so you will forever be a sheep you see so god did not make the sheep to fight a lion it was the shepherd that has been like he has been made to fight the lion so 
if you refuse to pray for your shepherd, he will be killed. And you will now come into a position to fight a lion, which you cannot stand, not even the first fight. You cannot stand. You will be devoured. And you stand somewhere and say that God is not powerful. It's not that God is not powerful. You have been, you have been sorry to say, you have been foolish. And God said, we are still dealing with, and God said, we are still talking about, and God said, hallelujah. So pray for your, pray for your shepherd, okay? If you have a, a father in your life, if you have someone who is coaching you, pray for the person, intercede for the person. Do not think all is war with the person because the person is, a shepherd they battle with things they fight with lions they fight with bears they battle with things they look for water for you they look they look for food for you they walk in the sun look for food for you but you are there you don't pray for them now let's look at paul the bible doesn't understand that paul was a persecutor of christians paul was a persecutor of Paul was a persecutor of those who follow Jesus. But the Bible says that on one faithful day, as he was on his way to Damascus, he says, Acts chapter 9, verses 15 to 16. Oh, Philip, please, you can post it for me. Acts chapter 9, verses 15 to 16 blind so god told a man called ananias to go and pray for him so that he will be inside now the lord said unto ananias that go thy way for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and king and the children of israel but i will show him how great things he must suffer for the name's sake so actually, the prophecy on Paul's ministry is what I've read. That was the word of God concerning the ministry for the ministry God gave Paul. So God said He has chosen him as a vessel unto me, unto himself, to bear his name before Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. So Paul, Paul's ministry was supposed to cover gentile kings and children of Israel. So Israel, Gentiles and kings, that was the prophecy on the head of Paul. Now when Paul regained his sight, according to Galatians chapter 1 verse 17, he went to Arabia. So Paul did not start ministry immediately he regained his sight. A lot of people say that. Immediately, Paul began his life, he started preaching. They make it seem like Paul, Paul, Paul was. Please, can you hear my voice? Please, can you hear me? Okay. So, what I'm trying to say, people make it look like Paul kind of uh, 
Sam magically started greeting immediately he reached his side. But that is not true. The Bible says he went to Arabia for three years. And after that, he came back to Damascus. And when he came back to Damascus, he started preaching. When he came back to Damascus, he started preaching. The sound is some way. Okay now. Okay, we bless God. So I was saying that Paul did not start ministering immediately. He he uh, received his sight. Okay, he went to Arabia, and within those three years, Paul was in his upper room, making sure by the time he come out, he is fitted to stand before kings, to stand before the Gentiles and to stand before the children of Israel. That is why Paul never made a mistake. Three years in his upper room, all he did was stay there. So you see that Paul, after he has also received his prophecy, immediately he left that place. He left to his upper room. His upper room. He went to Arabia. Arabia was Paul's upper room. And that's three years in the upper room. By the time he came out, the kind of things he had, by the time he came out, he had become the fulfillment of that prophecy. He had, he had, he had fitted into that prophecy. That when he stepped out, all you could see was that word that God told Ananias. So the upper room is very, very important. Although God has said, without doubt, God has said, but you have to stay in your upper room. You have to stay in your upper room. The upper room is very, 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 very important. Paul, Paul, Paul stayed there for three years. Three years. Three years old. Until he saw that, nah, I can see this prophecy has been fulfilled. So now let me go out and walk this prophecy. He knew after that three years that that prophecy has come. That he has become that man who is capable of standing before kings. So if you realize, when it came to Paul, when he was talking to kings, he didn't really suffer. Because he had stayed in the upper room to be groomed to make sure that word was fulfilled. How long have you stayed in your upper room? 
long have you stayed there? The duration that you stayed there, was it enough to make what God has said come to pass? Was it enough? The number of days, the number of hours, the number of minutes you have spent there, are you sure it is enough to make what God has said come to pass? And you see, the only way to know that it is enough is to see the prophecy fulfilled in your upper room. In your upper room, not outside your upper room. The prophecy should be fulfilled in your upper room. The disciples received the Holy Ghost in the upper room. Paul's prophecy was fulfilled in his upper room. So until you see your prophecy fulfilled in your upper room, you don't come out. You must see your prophecy fulfilled in your upper room. You must see. Somebody, you must see. You must see it. You must see it. You must see it. So even when you see shadows, it has not come. You don't leave. You only leave when you have seen. You have seen physically. You have seen that this prophecy has been manifested. When Peter was put in prison, they only left oh god the upper room when 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 they saw peter in the room when they saw peter in the room that was when that was when they left the upper room until peter entered until peter entered until peter entered until they saw that that their prayer has been answered they did not leave Somebody, have you left your upper room? Have you left your upper room? Until Peter entered. Even when Rhoda went outside and saw Peter and told them that Peter had come, Peter is standing at the door. They said, no, we want to see him. We want to see him. We want to see him. We don't think it is Peter. We think it is his angel. Until we see Peter face to face, standing in our midst, we are not living here. Until we see the Holy Ghost come upon us, the upper room will not be empty. The upper room will not be empty. The upper room will not be empty. Somebody, until you receive the Holy Ghost, don't leave your upper room. Why do you want to leave your upper Why are you in a hurry to leave your upper room? Why are you in a hurry to leave your upper room? Why? Why? Shalabadoshes. Kelegedoshantaya. Apalabadoshes. Until Peter enters, we are not stopping praying. Until Peter enters. Until Peter enters. Somebody you have been praying about your prophecy. And it appears to you that the prophecy has kept you know. The prophecy has not kept you It is on his way. Until you see the prophecy fulfilled. You don't leave your upper room. You have no business leaving your upper room for anybody. You have no business. You see. 
Let me tell you something. You don't have any business to leave your apartment to go and look for Peter. It is not your responsibility to go and look for Peter. Some of us, we would have prayed and we would have left to go and stand in front of the prison to wait for Peter. But Peter is supposed to come to your apartment. You are not supposed to go out to go and look for Peter. When you go out, you will not find Peter. You will not find him. The only place you can find Peter is your apartment. Ah, share it now. The upper room experience, the upper room experience. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I'm sorry, my network was uh, misbehaving. Okay, so I was saying that when Peter was in prison, did Peter know that they were praying for him? 
Somebody answer me. Did he know that the church was praying for him? Did he even know the location of the gathering of the church? But the Bible said that immediately Peter was released. Immediately the angel released Peter. Peter went straight to the upper room where they were praying. And he knocked. He knocked. He went straight to where they were praying. And he knocked. Peter was not aware they were praying for him. Peter was not aware of the location of the church. But somewhere, somehow, after his release, he did not go anywhere. He did not go to the temple to pray. He did not go and visit his friends. He did not go somewhere to preach. The Bible said he went to the upper room. He went to the upper He went straight to where they were praying. My brother, my sister, you will not find your prophecy fulfilled in front of the You don't have to go and look for your Peter. Your Peter will come. The only thing you have to do is stay in the upper room. Because your Peter is supposed to come to your upper room. Your Peter is supposed to come to your upper room. The, your Peter is supposed to come to your upper room. The Peter is supposed to come to your upper room. Somebody, your Peter is supposed to come to your upper room. You're, you are supposed to see your Peter in your upper room. You are supposed to see your Peter in your upper room. Why are you rushing to go out to go and look for your Peter? Why are you rushing? Why are you rushing? Why are you going? Stay in your upper room. Stay there. Peter will come. Stay there. The Holy Ghost will come. The Bible said that the Holy Ghost came like a mighty rushing wind. Like a mighty rushing wind. The Holy Ghost did not go to Mount Olivet. The Holy Ghost did not go to Mount Sinai. The Holy Ghost did not go to the Garden of Gethsemane. The Holy Ghost went to the upper room. He went to the upper room. Because he knew his location. He knew where he was supposed to be. He knew where he was supposed to be. He knew that they are supposed to be. This is the location you are supposed to be in. And this is where I've been assigned to come. Apart from the upper room, I cannot appear to you anywhere. I cannot appear to you in front of the prison. I cannot appear to you on Mount Oliver. I cannot appear to you in the Garden of Gethsemane. It is only the upper room. It is only the upper room. It is only the upper room. If you don't stay in your upper room, my brother, you will lose your prophecy. If you decide to stay in Mount Oliver for 50 days, the Holy Ghost will pray patiently for you 50 days until you come to your upper room. It's not coming. Is somebody ready to stay in his upper room? 
il vellellelle scuota vellekra sconto sempre di asa my brother my sister you have to stay in your upper room you have to stay there because if you don't stay there your holy ghost will not come your holy ghost will not come Somebody be praying, oh, be praying. You have no business going to Mount Oliver. You have no business going to Mount Sinai. You have no business going to the Garden of Gethsemane. You are supposed to stay in your upper room. So Jesus Christ ascended on Mount Oliver. So what? Is that your upper room? Somebody. Just put your hand on your chest and say to yourself that from today, I am not leaving my upper room until I see my Holy Ghost. I am not leaving my upper room until I see my Holy Ghost. If it is 50 days that I'll have to stay there for my Holy Ghost to come, I will stay. If it is 100 days for me to stay there, my Holy Ghost will come, I will stay. If it is 100 years that I have to stay there for my Holy Ghost to come, I will stay. Without complaint. Without murmuring. Some of us, you are in the upper room and you are complaining. Instead of you praying, you are complaining in your upper room. Don't know what you are doing. The upper room is for prayer. The upper room is not for complaint. The upper room is not for worrying. The upper room is not for anxiety. The upper room is for prayer. Somebody, if you go into your upper room and you are worrying, that that you, you are, I don't know what to describe. You are sitting in your upper room and you are worrying. You are sitting in your upper room and you are anxious. Shalaba The upper room is for prayer. The upper room is not where we eat. The upper room is not where we party. The upper room is not where we drink. The upper room is for prayer. Only prayer. So they continued in one accord, with one accord, in prayer and supplication. That was the only thing they were doing. That was all they were doing. Prayer and supplication. They prayed. First day they prayed, they didn't say anything. Second day they prayed, they didn't say anything. Third day they prayed, they didn't say anything. Fourth day they prayed. Fifth day, sixth day, seventh day. Day, nine day on the tenth day, the Holy Ghost came like a mighty rushing wind. When the angel released Peter, Peter ran to the upper room. When he came, he said, I've come, I'm here. So now you can stop praying, now you can relax, now you can enjoy me. Now I can feed you. Now I've come. When Peter comes, 
you stop praying and enjoy. When the Holy Ghost comes, you stop praying and you manifest. You manifest. So they said, is this not the man who was with Jesus? Is he not a fisherman? He is speaking like he has been taught by a scribe or a Pharisee. When the Holy Ghost comes, you shall receive power. You shall receive power. So you see, when after the coming of the Holy Ghost, the rest is show. The rest is manifestation. The rest is letting the glory of God be seen. Until the Holy Ghost has come, you cannot display any of that. That is why you are not supposed to stop praying. Oh, somebody tell, turn to your neighbor and tell the person, stay in your upper room, stay in your upper room, stay in your upper room. Let your upper room always be on fire. Let your upper room always be on fire, on fire. He said the church prayed for Peter without season, without season, without season. Some of us, we enter our upper room 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Hey, then we are sleeping. 20 minutes, then we are seizing. 30 minutes, we are seizing. 10 minutes, we are seizing. We will, see, we will pray 10 minutes and we will cease for 2 hours. Then we will pray for 20 minutes, we will cease for 4 hours. We pray, the day we will pray for 1 hour, we will cease for 1 week. Somebody say, God have mercy. If you do that, your Holy Ghost will delay you. The Holy Ghost will delay. You see that according to the precious time of God, you are supposed to receive your Holy Ghost in 10 days. But because of your refusal to stay in your upper room, you receive the Holy Ghost in 50 days. Then after that, you'll be, you be complaining. That is when you will be discouraged and you will even leave your upper room. But when you leave, the, the, the Holy Ghost will not come. But no matter what, the word of God shall come to pass. Because he said, has he not said, it shall not come to pass. So if it is 100 years that you, you use to make the Holy Ghost come, God will make you use it anyway. Because surely his word has come to pass. Somebody be, begin to set your upper room on fire. Begin to set your upper room on fire. Don't leave your upper room. If you didn't know, now you know that you are not supposed to leave your upper room until your Peter enters that you are not supposed to leave your upper room until the Holy Ghost enters. So, if you didn't know, today God is making you know. God is making you know. Do not leave your upper room. Somebody, do not leave your upper room. I know it is not easy, but do not leave your upper room. It is not easy, but do not leave your upper room. It is not easy, but do not leave your upper room. If you have to join together with other people to keep your upper room on fire, do it. 
if you think staying there alone will be a problem, do it. Hey, sorry, don't get other people and keep your upper room on fire. If you think you can also do it alone, then do it. But make sure you do not leave your upper room. Make sure you do not vacate your upper room until your Holy Ghost comes. The word is until, underline, until, until you see your Holy Ghost. Until you see your Holy Ghost. Until you see your Peter. You don't leave your upper room. I can't, I will not leave my upper room. Somebody say to yourself, I will not leave my upper room. I will not leave my upper room. So from today, from today, you pick your prophecies and you stay in your upper room. Until those prophecies come to pass, you don't stop. You don't leave. You don't leave. You don't leave. I begin to speak in the language of the Spirit. Shalabadabadabas. Begin to speak in the language of the spirit. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Shalabada badabas. Vele ketoshes. Ivele lele lele. Shendele brebosha. Shalabado shendele. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Please, I will hand over to my father um, to take over from this point. Over, please. Yeah, humbly welcome. You can take over. <coughs> Let me hear your tones. Let me hear your tones. Let me hear your tones. Wow, if, if you have been blessed by the message, I want you to give us something. Wow, indeed. If you, if you know you are blessed, oh, God bless you, Sparrow, for, for, for sending us a gift. It's a serious, powerful message. You can sow into this message seriously. You can sow a seed into this message by sending us the gift sparrow just did his just go down there and just do something it's, it's it's powerful it's a powerful thing god bless you dr gifty for such a powerful message indeed you are my daughter today i can confirm you are my daughter yeah mabobra mabobra yeah i think it's yeah mabobra I'm so proud. Um, I, I wish I can sit down and just watch you minister like that and like that. And so powerful. Yeah. If you like, go and try and also nurture somebody. She has been under my feet for seven good years. Seven good years. Some of you two months cry. You are tired. Seven good years. Consistent, constant, continuous teachings, mentorship, insults, she'll get bored and she'll come back. Continue, seven years. You won't repeat. 
you are you are tired anywhere she will follow you see some of you you you, you don't you don't you don't you don't follow you don't follow a man of god online you follow <laughs> it means you are not even serious serving good you said a woman you see the way she ministered that's a lady and i'm so proud like she's a woman that she's not a man a woman a doctor by profession a very good scientist yeah by the grace of god look at the way she spoke i'm so proud i'm a good father you know i've tried if i'm not the best father i've tried how many of the how many of the men of god have they been able to raise people like this one is just freestyle you wait the proper one is coming She will teach you uh, to appear like the Bible. You are using a different version. God bless you so much. Uh, there's higher things for you. I really salute your call. Always she said that I never believed I can preach like that. I remember that a time came that she even became the Bible study coordinator for Pensa. The day they mentioned her name, that day I will never forget. Somebody was standing by. He said, "Hey, this girl to his part." I said, "Yes, that that one is the testimony." Hey, this girl to his part. I'm saying, "Yes, that is the testimony." Aha! Because everybody know her. They know her. He don't say ah. They know her. They know the way she is. They know what she is. They know everything. But so, hey, how can this? How can it be? Mary answered, and the Holy Ghost came upon me. Hallelujah! <laughs> seven years. You think seven years? Uh huh. Seven years in the upper room. Seven years. She has been carrying my water and oil and Bible, and she's not tired. Yeah. And I bless God for such a powerful word. Are you not blessed? Oh, come on. Let me see you. You are too cold for my liking. You are too cold. You are too cold. I'm not feeling the atmosphere at all. We are in an atmosphere of fire. The way the upper room is on heat, and you are acting cold like that. I wonder why people come to church and they will type anything. You will not do it. Post anything. You will not do it. What kind of human being are you? Hey. What? Hey. What, what is that? Post anything. You will not post. Thank God. You will not thank God. And the line will break. Won't the line break? I mean, they are not responding, so the line will break. <laughs> are you ready to pray? Until Peter enters. Until you see your husband. Until you, until you are married. On Those of you that you are carrying marriage prophecies, marriage prophecies, <laughs> until your peter enters you the person proposed now you have stopped praying you are no joke you are, you are not serious you are not serious you are not serious to marry at all at all at all somebody said hey the man if what if the man of god says if i be a man of god are you a more than a man of god than jesus christ even jesus even jesus 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 prophesied jesus jesus the, the how can jesus miss a prophecy you see, Jesus didn't add. Even Jesus prophesied. Even Jesus prophesied, and they have to go and pray. 
Who is that man of God? Sure. Either the man of God has, after that, the man of God will go and do something for you to receive the prophecy. You think it's just like that. Some of you, you are not. Uh, let me tell you, there are some promises and there are some prophecies and there are some, there are some messages and there are some dealings that you it needs upper room. Simple. Jesus Christ didn't tell them to go to the upper room. The man of God, the woman of God made it clear. He just said, go and wait. Did he tell them to go to the upper room to pray? He said, wait. That one too is another problem. Some of you, we give you specific instruction. Do not leave Jerusalem. You will come back and he's at Kwaswa. Do not leave Jerusalem. The next time you meet her, Sunyane, she has even crossed Israel, crossed Asia, crossed Africa, entered Ghana, looking for Holy Ghost at Malam Janshi. As for you, dear, you are even off track. I always say, prophecies with specifics, promises of God with specifics. You don't joke with it. Do not leave. You are leaving. Sometimes you come. Leave. You are staying. Abraham, leave your father's house. You say, God, if I leave my father's house, who will take out of my mother? You are not serious. You are not serious. You see, if you postpone your instructions, you postpone the promises. And some of them, it is so time bound that if you postpone now to the time the time elapses, you will not receive the prophecy. Simple. By the time you realize Peter is gone, they will kill your husband and marry. And when, when she was ministering, the Lord spoke to me. He said that see, there are some of you, let me say, let me tell you something. If you don't pray into your prophecy, or if you don't engage the upper room for the fulfillment of the prophecy, because the prophecy must be fulfilled, anyone who enters the who engages the upper room receives the prophecy. Let me say it again. If the prophecy comes and if God gives you the message, because of the potency and the faithfulness of God, the word of God must come to pass. However, if the condition for the manifestation of that prophecy demands engagement of the upper room, anyone who assesses the upper room receives the prophecy. That is why you can be there and your friends will be married and you not marry. That is why your friends will get that scholarship and you not get. And, and, and this is the sign. Most of the time, most of the time, that's why some of you, God must, after five years or after two months, the prophet must prophesy the same message again because the first one he said has been received by the friend of yours. Oh, what am I saying? Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. If God, out of mercy, does not cause the prophet. So some of you is like, after two months, you go to a prophetic meeting and the prophecy must come again. You say, oh, confirmation. Actually, it's not confirmation. It's because the first one has been received by your friend because your friend was waiting at the upper room. Haven't you realized that that was the time that brother of yours got that scholarship? Haven't you realized that when that admission thing came, that was the time that friend of you traveled outside to, to do the same thing you're supposed to do? 
So, so God have to send the messenger again to repeat the prophecy, to create the space in the spirit. And, and that was the time you were also fooling. So when you fooled again, another, another friend of you married. So you realize that at any time there's a release of the word, somebody around you receives the word because you don't engage. So some of you have even got to the point where the word is even gone. You don't even know. Some of you, the Pentecost has happened to somebody else. Peter has been had. You see, when Peter came out, he went, he was directed by the angel. Let me tell you. The angel was released by the prayer. And the prayer was being prayed by a location. The prayer came out of a location. And when the prayer went, it released an angel. And the angel went for Peter and brought him to where the prayer was ongoing. So it means that if another church had prayed, Peter would have gone there. Uh-huh. Let me leave you to pray in tongues for a while. Let me tell you, let me tell you, no demon, no demon can stop the word of God from manifesting. I'm telling you, I'm telling you a gospel truth. Any word that can be stopped by a demon, it is not the word of God. No demon can stop the word of God. Demons and the devil frustrate the person from receiving the word of God. Simple. You see, the demon knows that they can't fight the word, so they fight the recipient of the word. That's it. That's it. No, no altar, no family altar. Why, why, why? Who is that altar? Who is that demon? Who, who is that witch? Funny. The God, Jesus is in motion. Who are you? Let me tell you, we are in the New Testament. Jesus has conquered them. So this is what the devil does. The devil knows that he can't stop the word of God from fulfilling. So he will stop you from receiving the word. That's it. So that is why your prayer life has been attacked. And some of you, it's so interesting. That is why you can't pray. That's why you are redrawing from the saint. And the woman of God said it. If you know you are struggling individually, connect, get involved. Don't be too busy. That's why we have created the lunch time. Some of you you, you, you choose to come. You are using data as an excuse. You are not serious. Me, I don't have data. Me, I don't have money. But you want to marry. You are joking. You are joking. You are joking. You are joking. Who should pay the price for you? Anyone who will pay that price is the one who is going to receive. Master. Anyone who pays that price is the one who is going to receive. God is not stupid. Though. some of you you are praying a prophecy that has already been fulfilled (laughs) the lord said to me right now he said some of them are praying prophecies that has already been fulfilled that's why it seems nothing is happening because there's nothing there the word has come to jesus christ has come already and you are praying that jesus you are there you are praying jesus 
come ah jesus christ is already in the world he has died and go to heaven you are still praying that jesus christ will come he won't come again there should be only jesus christ according to the scriptures only jesus one jesus will be manifested only one somebody say one only one only one jesus only one jesus and they will be, that means that there will be only one mary eh? you can't be another mary and there will not be another mary eh? you can be a very nice virgin fine virgin prayerful virgin holy virgin all the conditions of mary you may meet it but i'm telling you no jesus will come because the jesus that was supposed to come was one that means we needed only one mary anytime we prophesy to you the next week you hear of wedding 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 anytime we prophesy to you about your marriage that's the time you hear weddings of your friends wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up had the Lord said 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 Peter will come to where they are praying simple and, and the deception is that some of you you think there are some, some of your friends you, you, the way you see them you think that's how they are they appear as if they are not prayerful <laughs> do you know what they do in their secret <laughs> you are joking they don't appear churchy they don't appear spiritual so you think they are sleeping you don't know you don't know they may not be good in individual prayers you may not hear them praying in their rooms but do you know the the, the group they join she and let me tell you the last thing before we pray let me tell you there are certain answers eh? and there are certain promises it takes corporate engagement it takes corporate engagement it, it takes corporate corporate the gathering of the saint I'm busy and when I go to work, I close late. When I come home, my, my, my mother will tell me to go and cook. You are not serious. You, you sing all your songs at the kitchen when you are serving the rice. You are not serious. It needs corporate. Let, let me tell you one thing that some of you don't know. Anything the devil fights you is something that is very important to your destiny. Anything the devil fight is something that is key to your destiny. So if the devil begin to fight you and you begin to redraw in the activities of God, it means that is where your solution will come. If the devil begin to fight your prayer life, that means that is where the, the solution will come. If the Lord begin to fight your Bible reading, it means that is where the solution will come. So the place that the devil knows that is a part of your 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 your, your that's a part of your fulfillment, that's the part you will fight. On Jimmy, he was not a fool. He knows that the part will come from A and we will fight in B. He's not a foolish man. He's very wise. In fact, he's the embodiment of wisdom. He was perfect in wisdom. Go to Ezekiel. Ezekiel will tell you. 
before he fell, he was perfect in wisdom. So as soon as the devil begins to fight you, some of you, it's like you are withdrawing yourself. It appears you don't need you don't need the group. You don't need the group prayers. You don't need the man of God. You don't be there. The bigger one is coming to hit you, pam, and that's all. You perish in your hell, and no one you cry, and no one will hear your voice. Stay at your upper room. They were not there, room. They stay together. Some of some of the things, eh? There are certain prophecies on your head. It takes corporate engagement continually pa, 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 until you are married she. corporate engagement by the grace of god to god has inspired some of us to create that avenue for prayer you see some people giving excuses you are not serious do you know what some of us we do you think you are too busy do you know what we do sometimes you have to stay at night Sometimes for three days I've not slept. Sometimes for, for three days I've not eaten. Last week, for instance, five consecutive days I wasn't eating supper. Because by the time I get home, it is 9 o'clock, it is 10 p.m. It is, when are you going to eat? I just fall down on the bed before I realize I'm asleep. You wake up in the morning. You don't even feel for food. Nowadays, my food has become something. I don't remember the last time I entered into my kitchen. I don't remember. Because you want to create avenue for people to receive answers. And you see them acting as if they are more sensible than you. It, it, it is an insult to my call. And you call back again and tell me that. You, you go and tell somebody that I'm not powerful. You're not serious. People will come outside and receive their blessings and you are sitting down. When the water is stirred, we step into it. We don't stand there and watch. Yeah, we don't stand there and watch. Corporate engagement. Some of the things, you can handle it alone, fine. But some of them, it needs corporate. Pastor, they were in one accord. They were in the upper room. And they said, it's not like they were chambers in the upper room. They had one. They were gathered together. Pa, 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 pa. Ten days. 10 days straight. Masa. Peter didn't say, Oh, I can pray on my own. Even Peter stayed there. They stayed there. They stayed there. Together in one accord in prayer. Promise you, promise. Pro- promise. Lift up your voice and begin to pray.
Now, what we are doing is we are we are charging you. We are charging you. We are charging you. We are charging you. What what you are doing is we are charging you for action. This may not be the time you are going to be able to engage engage in much prayers. What you are doing is we are charging you for action. That when you close and you go, you can engage God. You have hours in the night. You have daytime. Don't waste it. Prayer is in so many forms. Your office does not stop you to pray. You, you can pray anytime. Prayer is not just about shouting. You can be at the world you are praying, at the office you are praying. That God, 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 God. When you close to and you find your time at the private place, then you can do your shout because sometimes you get to a point where you have to shout. So you can pray all the kinds of prayer. The silent one, the whispering one, the head one, the shouting ones. Yeah. At any time, one prayer topic, pa, 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 10 days, something will happen. God is not a lie. God is not a lie. You keep praying. Because the answer, let me say, the sign, there's one thing that some of you don't know. Some of you said, by man of God, I've been praying and praying and praying and praying. I'm even tired. You are not serious. This is how it is. It's different. The prayers you prayed before you hear the word is different from the prayer you prayed after the word. 
Now, there are are two Holy Spirit in the Bible. One day I'll go and teach about it. We have the Holy Ghost before the cross and the Holy Ghost after the cross. They are not the same. The Holy Ghost after the cross is a Holy Ghost who have entered into the grave and come out. It's different from the Holy Ghost before the cross. The God before the cross is different from the God after the cross. You that one, we'll talk about it later. That one is for your own confusion. So the prayer before the word is different from the prayer after the word. So the fact that you are prayed and prayed and prayed and nothing is happening, and the word has come. So because the prophet has said, or the, God has told you something, you think that is the end of, you are not serious. It is a new time. It's a new experience. So that when you pray with boldness, knowing that God has said, it's a new season. So the father you have, sometimes it was even your prayer that even gave God the way to speak to you. Some of you, it was that prayer that opened the prophet's mouth to talk about your matter. You think it's just easy to prophesy about people's life? Or to let God open your life to a prophet? Some of you can be under 16 prophetic service, no message for you. Some of you, it took 30 years for you to hear a prophetic word. You go to any service, they will jump you. They will go to any service, they will jump you. They can mention your name. They will do a roll call. They will do a roll call, go to you and lies out. You prayed and prayed and prayed that God let somebody talk to me about this matter. And the word came. When the word comes, it changes the prayer topic. That's what some of you don't know. The word of God gives you a sense of direction, a sense of prayer. Every prophecy is a prayer topic. It changes the way you pray. You don't pray the same way you prayed. Every prophecy, every message is an upgrade. It changes the way you pray. You don't pray the way you pray. God told you he's going to bless you. They start praying. After one week, you met a prophet. The prophet told you again, I see the Lord release an answer to you in two days. He changes the prayer topic, how you pray. God has told you he's going to change your class. It's a different prayer topic. So you don't pray for academic excellence. You pray for a change of class. You see, prophecy, let me tell you, the, the, the feature and the, what makes prophecy special is its specificity and its precision. You see, the, the, the will of God, the word of God is general in nature. But the prophecy, what the Bible is the word of God. Jesus Christ is the word of God. All these things are word of God in a generalized state. Jesus is the word of God in substance and in universal state. The word of God, the Bible, is also the word of God, but it is in general. Your name is not found in the Bible. In fact, the phone you received wasn't in the Bible. Where is that big girl? The phone you received is not even said in the Bible. One thing about prophecy is that prophecy gives specific. It's, it's in specificity and precision. It is so precise, on point, specific thing. So if God told you that he's going to give you a, you don't pray that God give me academic excellence. It's a wrong prayer. You pray exactly what you were told. That is why. That is why you have to pay attention when prophecy is ongoing. That's why sometimes you have to write. You see, some of you, you forget the prophecy and you paraphrase the prophecy. You pray your own prayer topic. So when the prophecy is ongoing, you pay attention to the specific message. 
not the explanation when they were there at the upper room they were praying one prayer topic let your promise come they, they were not praying that god send us to judea send us to samaria send us to this place let your power come upon they were praying let your promise come that is the message you pray the message you don't pray the explanation you don't pray the 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 the, the, the other ones but because we don't pay attention when you are prophesying to you that's when you are thinking about the food you are going to eat some of you some of you will even wake up after the prophecy they will come and ask you this part i didn't hear it you are not serious prophecy comes with precision sometimes time date you don't joke uh, let me let me let me you see you see you see the way the atmosphere is charged and our time is up that's why you must support us so you must support us so we'll be able to buy more time and do some of these things but tomorrow is there so tomorrow 12 p.m to 1 p.m come and let's pray it's your own you can come and pray it's not your it's your own cup we don't pray you if you don't pray oh my man of god i'm i'm, I'm writing my exams you're not serious the water is dead some of you want to go ahead of your of the word of god hey you don't know ah sammy you tell them tomorrow you tell them i wish you tell them on the page so when you close and tell them on the page eh? what you what happened to you Uh aha they will understand why we prayed when we pray (laughs) they don't know Uh, tell our time is up let's let's close I pray for you that even as you go, your upper room will not be empty. I pray that by your prayers, your Peter will enter your door. By your prayers, your Holy Ghost will enter. I see the fulfillment of your... I told this is a month of answers. That means it's a month we keep asking. It's a month we pray. It's not a month of sitting down. The water has been stirred. This is the time that you have to pray intensively. This is not the time to allow work or whatever thing to disturb you. It even means that you don't even trust God. Don't allow anything to distract you. Spending one hour to pray will not give you that B. It's not what will make you fail. Spending one hour a day to pray is not what will let you be sacked from the job. Be there and be saying, oh, I don't have time. You don't have to study. You are not serious. You are not serious. I see your answers even in the name of Jesus. Our time is up. Tomorrow, God willing. Don't miss it. 12 to 1 p.m. Come and let's pray. In the evening, the word for the miracle, it continues. Engage God in the prophecy. And the Lord will bless you. Hallelujah. God bless you so much for coming around. It's been powerful service. Don't forget to download. Download the message. Listen to it. Share with a friend. And pray. And the Lord will answer you. My name is Mr. Douglas Okane Gufu. It's nice meeting you. It's not coming around. The Lord bless you so much for coming around. I like God bless you, Dr. Gifty, for blessing us with your word. It was so powerful. They're so glorious. May the Lord keep you, even in Jesus' name. Amen.